0: Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and TicketFM.com. We're back here on the block, Austin Norman and Eric Strickland with you. Normally, this time on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we play the shootout with Strick. But with Stricky Remote, we are just going to make this easier. So we're going to do it in the, the format of tiebreaker. I'll ask Strick a question. He will give a number and the, the first texter in and a first texter What's a good number today, Stricky? Four? Okay. Texter number four with the correct answer, over or under, <coughs> or push, I suppose, over, under, or push. Texter number four will get the 30 bucks to Buffalo Wings and Rings. All right, Strick, here's the question, kind of setting the, the stage for our next segment. How many Husker volleyball players have been named to any Olympic volleyball team? How many former Huskers? Throughout the career? Throughout the history of Husker Volleyball, how many former Husker Volleyball players have been named to any Olympic volleyball team? 11. Okay, there we go. Stricky's guess is 11. Texter number four with the correct answer over, under, or push will earn the 30 bucks to Buffalo Wings and Rings. All right, Stricky, to wrap up our discussion on uh, the football coaches in the Big Ten, you said Iowa and UCLA. What are your questions there? So,
2: yeah, when you look at The continuation of the football spectrum, let's just go with uh, UCLA first because Mm -hmm. they're going to be a newcomer. Uh, Chip Kelly has left and bolted and ran out uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and looking for greener pastures. Um, But at the end of the day, Deshaun Foster is going to be their new uh, leader of that program. And, you know, Kelly obviously had spent the last six years there. He has a winning record. Um, He was interviewed as an NFL coordinator and and ultimately decided he wanted to go and just kind of sit coy in the cut and see what goes on with Ryan Day. And and, uh, either he can propel it or he can either be the the back savior uh, if Ryan Day gets – Ousted out of there. So mm-hmm. that's what we're looking at with UCLA. And then, you know, to tie into that, you obviously have the situation with Kurt Ferentz, uh there with Iowa and what the situation is going to be with him. He has one of the longest tenures in FBS at 24 years now. Uh, they've got a lot of work that they needed to do. Obviously, his, his son gets gets pushed out the door. Where they go from here, they need to revamp, they need to change, and they need to upgrade in the offensive spectrum, or they're just not going to be able to continue uh, the success that they have. What's your initial thoughts on those two programs?
0: Uh, for UCLA, it feels like they didn't put full effort into the coaching search. Perhaps I know it's late in the cycle, but I think they took the the simple way, which maybe questioning their effort is unfair. But you saw, you know. Other places go out and do due diligence, right? Hire guys away late. Why wouldn't UCLA do that? If UCLA takes itself seriously as a football program, I think it conducts a bit of a longer search, and maybe it still settles on Deshaun Foster, you a know, former player. He's been there for nine years as a running backs coach. But it really seems like this was an attempt to really jumpstart boosters more than the football program, right? an okay football program, solid football program, that's a lot of questions going into a new conference. I feel like UCLA tried to save money
2: too. It, big it was a, money, a big, big money saver to kind of give them a t- chance to see kind of how things go. But yeah, continue. Yeah. I
0: think that's a great point, right? Save money on his salary, try to get his you know alumni connection to fire up boosters to some degree uh, to get the NIL on the up and up. So I can see where they're coming from, but I, I still think UCLA could have done better than a first-time head coach navigating the choppy waters of a rather difficult schedule and a new conference. Then when it comes to Iowa, their offensive coordinator hire, Tim Lester, didn't have many people enthused, didn't coordinate a lot of good offenses in his time in college. Um, I think he has head coaching experience. Maybe he's a guy that, you know, has looked at to, to take over for Kirk Ferentz. But Man, Strick, Iowa, you know, won 10 games last year. Don't feel like they should have at all, but they did. And I think Iowa's going to be better this year than they were last year. McNamara's back. Lachey will be back from injury another year of Lachey Williams. You have Jay Higgins back in the middle as a great linebacker. Sebastian Castro, the defensive back, comes back. I think Iowa's going to be better, but how much more does Kirk Ferentz have in the tank, right? He made the change. Didn't seem like he wanted to make the change. And I think you can tell he didn't want to make the change because it seemed like an uninspired head coaching hire. A new AD, Beth Getz has a decision to make, right? Kirk Ferentz is a lifer, really, at Iowa. with The the Hayden Fry coaching tree and everything that we know Kirk Ferentz stands for and has done at Iowa. But it's starting to feel a little Belichick-esque at Iowa. I'm not going to lie.
2: Real quick, let's run through the one-season guys we talked about. You've already mentioned Matt Rule. You have Ryan Walters at Purdue and Luke Fickle. They're the one-season guys. I'll let you uh, succinctly you know, deal with them so we can get to a quick break. UCLA, the two-season guys, both Dan Lanning as well as Lincoln Riley, they're mm-hmm. in their second seasons. Illinois uh, coach Brett Bielema is in his third season. Shiano, you did mention already, we talked about the five-season guys, except for Mike Loxie, because Ryan Day is the five-season guy at Ohio State, and then the 10-season guy outside the longest-tenure guy is James Franklin Mm -hmm. at Penn State. Let's go there, and uh, your thoughts initially. You can run through the bottom half, but I really want to get you, before we get to break, to talk about James Franklin in his ten season. What he needs to do is he's hot seat, and if he doesn't do it, Do they make a move?
0: Three letters, strict P-O-B. And no Husker fans, I'm not talking about Patrick O'Brien, playoff or bust. That's what it is. They've been on the doorstep. They've had rosters that are as talented or close to Ohio State and Michigan. They haven't gotten past that hurdle, right? I think James Franklin is a good coach. By the passing year, I don't think he's a, a national championship coach. Curious to see how Dan Lanning handles the transition to the Big Ten He's another guy that feels like he's had a bit of a meteoric rise these last few years. He's a good coach, but if he's the the best or second best coach in the Big Ten, I don't know about that, right? I think he's still got more to prove. Kind of same with Ryan Day, kind of starting to get to that James Franklin boat, maybe you know a step or two ahead of Franklin because he's been to the playoff before. But you know, if you're not going to beat Michigan this year with everything going on in that program, I, I don't know when you're going to beat them. Lincoln Riley's on the hot seat. They're not making the playoffs. So I think he's looking for the eject button. Bielaum is good. He's solid. Big 10 as they get. Fickle is the one I'm most curious to see. Wisconsin, you know, went to the portal for some big names again, uh, lose some big names as well. So uh, of all of the coaches there, Strick, I'm most interested to see how Dan Lanning fares and what the, the encore is for Luke Fickle.
2: There it is. A uh, little breakdown. If you have any thoughts on uh, what you think about the coaches in the Big Ten, the newcomers, uh, as well as our own Matt Rule, you're welcome to chime in at 402-464-5685.
0: Who won? Austin? Um, Dave won. Dave, you are the winner. The answer was under 11 because the answer tricky is nine players for Husker Volleyball that have made Olympic teams. That's a really good guess. The list for people, uh Kathy Noth was in, in alternate in 88. Lori Endicott in 92 and 96. You have Allison Weston in 2000. Nancy Metcalf, 2004. Jordan Larson in 2012, 16 and 21. Kelsey Robinson, 2016, 2021. Kayla Banworth, 2016. You've got Sarah Pavin, uh Beach Volleyball, for Canada in 2016 and 21, in the most recent Olympian for Husker Volleyball, Justine wong Arantes.
2: There it is. Yeah, that's going to lead us into a break for the second hour. We're going to come back uh, in the second hour. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, USA Volleyball, where they may land. The Big Ten uh, football win totals. We're going to talk a little bit about that as well, and then we'll cross it over with Old School. Second half of On the Block, we'll be right back, 9 through 7 Ticket.